Return of the Mac. Don't call it a common. You're back. It's the BTP, the Boy Town Podcast. And we're home, baby. Honey, we're home. Honey, we shrunk the kids. It's me speaking to kids. It's the kid himself, Shane. <laughs> and I'm joined. Oh, no. Who says I'm rusty doing the Boy Town Podcast? Yeah. I'm joined by my man, a.k.a. David. Yes, <laughs> this I'm- is... This is David of Orange right here. Look yeah, at him. Yeah, David it. of Orange. I'm here. I'm glad. I'm nice of you to join us and nice of you to join us. Um, sorry, guys, have been all the dwindling <laughs> listeners over the last few months who have shut off and stopped listening because I've held the ship together. I have a message for you listeners. You've Welcome held the back. ship together. Well, yeah, fucking held the ship together. I've sailed through the rocks. Like, see that guy? What's he called? Old White or whatever he was called. He drove the Titanic. Yeah, did he, did he get it to the other side? Nah. This big black, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't do it. He did. You wouldn't go down with the ship, all dignified. Yeah, but uh, you'd be pushing all the women and here, children out of the way. I'm just going to say, is that not the shittest, <laughs> most stupid rule ever, like <laughs> ever in history? I got to. But you're kind of like. But you could save. There's a. You could do a bit more. Well, you don't be just going. Uh, do you? Do you uh, remember? <laughs> do you remember that like Italian cruise ship that crashed? Oh. And they went looking for the captain to be like, you've made a bollocks of this. Yeah. The man was on that. Absolutely. As my uncle. <laughs> the VTO Eliotti. He just points. I'm done. Fuck this. I don't want, like, these people, he's just in his head, what has happened? He's driving a ship and he just sees some big fat tourist beat him to the last pork chop at the buffet and he's going, you know what? Fuck it, hey, I'm bouncing. I've got a quick question. Why is your uncle called? That'd be your if if like he's your uncle, why does he have the same first name as you? No, because your dad's called, I'm called the Vizio. No, it's my bro, my my mum's brother. Like Eliotti's is a different surname too. You goat. <laughs> what would my Italian name be? Your name would be oh, your name's hard to do. You'd be Toady. That'd be your surname, Toady. You'd be, <laughs> I don't want that. You'd be a Shani a Toady. No, I don't want that. That's more Irish yeah, than Italian. I know. I know the Shani Shotosh. Speaking yeah. of Irish, good to have mm-hmm. the number one Sinn Fein financial backer, twenty nineteen, Snake Rap Pen back on the pod oh, right. producing. I thought um, that was a new sponsor we had. I was going to go on oh, no. You've negotiated this behind my back. But fair play, Sinn Féin financial plan as well. You take it? Yeah. You take it. Gage boys. <laughs> uh, it's a good uh, time. Yeah, I feel like you're bringing a lot of energy to yeah, the Not all good. it's good. Um, you know, listen, you know what it sort of feels like? Do you, know, do you ever see in a film, it's like a romantic comedy and like the, 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 there's a couple they're meant to be together. But it's always like the sort of nerd girl. She gets slighted by the kind of cool hip guy. And like the nerd girl's always been committed. The nerd girl's always shown love, you yeah. know. But then kind of the, 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 like the cute guy kind of sees another girl who, you know, um, is like very better looking than the nerd girl. But no depth. Shallow, you know. Really yeah, so what I'm saying is you're just ignoring this podcast and you're thinking you're better than it. It's fine. You're disappearing. But now you're back at me. You realize... This is where your bread's buttered. This is your big baby. You know? <laughs> no, my big... Uh, that's only, why I haven't one been committed because of my big baby. Yeah, so you're back with a big baby and all's good. Okay. And I've realised that we all... Even though we're like a family, we're like three brewers who hate each other, but we love each other. And we're three dads. Three dads in this room. Yeah. Right here, right now. That's right, since the last time you were... A lot of dad energy. Yeah, a lot of dad banter. Hopefully not for a lot of listeners, because yeah. dad banter primarily is shit. So... But is it good to be back, man? Like, how you, how did you feel walking up the stairs here? Honestly? In the BTT, Boytown Towers? I got here a lot earlier than you two today because I knew I'd be affected. And I sat and I cried for 20 minutes. And you also... Um, 
Oh no, I didn't check because I, I, that stings a lot. So and that is the um, fake sand. Ha- the <laughs> <laughs> that is the fake sand sanitizer. <laughs> that is the fake fan sanitizer mm-hmm. that uh, Dave was selling on Bangor High Street. Hey, do you want to eat dish? What do you mean? Eat dish of it? No, I've already, I already had some of it. And by the way, that definitely is your I mean, own How, how does this not look like legit hand sanitizer? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I mean, does it or does it not? It's not pure Sambuca. <laughs> it's Sambuca. It's Sammy B. Like, <laughs> like, that is your homemade one, though. I mean, yeah. Whew. I mean, I tell you what it would do. Get you blitzed and pregnant. It's enjoyable. a perfect combination. Definitely enjoyable. <laughs> well, look, I'm excited that Boytown's back. I'm excited yeah. that we're back home. The cameras are set up, the lights. It's good to do a podcast that isn't mm-hmm. over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people, um, are, like I, I, for one, in podcasts that I listen to, I'm sick of Zoom because the sound's not as good. The visuals aren't as good. And... It's just nice to be back to normal. And it's also, nice. it's nice to do a podcast dress because whenever yeah. I do a Zoom, especially boy time, I'm wearing nothing below yeah. the waist. No, me neither. Nothing. No, nothing at all. But why would you? You know, when you're in your house, do you normally just wear tops? What? Do you normally just wear tops? No, I just wear bottoms. Nice. See, you I'm the reverse guy because I hate it when people are always like, oh, I'm in the house, I'll just wear my tracksuit bottoms and no shirt. I'm like, why not fucking mix it up? Just wear a t-shirt and no You bottoms. do look like the sort of dad that like... um years later if like your children have friends around to stay mm-hmm. like you look like sort of daddy and he might know he was doing this or he might not mm-hmm. but he would come down the middle of the night to get a glass of water and everybody was staying over and he might just be wearing a t-shirt and he uh-huh. might say the sentence oh if my knob out <laughs> like 100% yeah, you're that guy <laughs> whereas if you whenever your boy grows up and he is his wee mates around like 14 or 15 you'll be like here mate do you want to go to Nando's and then they'll probably go eh, I don't know if you should still be doing this Mr. Shane which yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, who's having a chicken Nando's? And like, not you, dickhead. You're yeah. 53, <laughs> and that's the thing you'll do whenever you're, you're, you like your your son's kids are around. Yeah, like not his kids, his friends, the kids. You won't be Mr. Todd, or you won't be Shane. You'll be Mr. Shane, yeah. which is a very Asian thing to call yourself. <laughs> 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 Hello, Mr. Shane, and you'll be like, well. <laughs> Mr. Shane is what, or Mr. Dave, is what they call you on holiday whenever yeah. like the staff get to know you're in the pool. <laughs> uh, good morning, Mr. Dave. You know, that's right, what you Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Uh, years ago, whenever I was in Turkey, went to the same hotel twice because it was so bad, it was good. You know what I mean? Like, it was there was something ironically brilliant about it. And there was a guy... Was it just because you were poor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a... The entertainments manager was a guy called Antonio, right? Uh-huh. Who, and the Spanish singers, that's kind of where I came from, that accent of, yeah. all right, mice? Hello, yeah. mice? Right? No one knew where it was from. This guy also spent half the year in Iran selling TVs, right? Which is uh-huh. weird. But then... Um, and slept in a limo, true story. <laughs> but he, him and his brother used to put on, in the middle of the week, mm-hmm. family entertainment night. And I was like, this would be good because some nights I'd have fire breathers or break dancers. Of course it would. <laughs> and there was one night where it was legitimately just him and his brother doing dance routines. <laughs> but they hadn't dressed up for it. They were still wearing their outfits. And it was the biggest sham ever because it was like me and you just sticking music on <laughs> and for two hours going, oh. <laughs> it was really enjoyable. It? Yeah, and then he introduced me to a waiter and he was like, this is the chicken fucker. No, a dishwasher. He was like, this is chicken fucker. And I was like, oh, why is he called that? And he's yeah. like, we all caught him fucking a chicken like a couple of weeks ago and I was like oh he works in the restaurant of this hotel that I'm staying in and serves chicken yeah yeah extra salty also yum yum do you know it's terrible right and this would be a very me thing but hear me out on it Antonio's younger brother was called John but you know what I mean it's like (laughs) he wasn't called John and um, 
I was wearing another Ireland football shirt. Mm-hmm. He said, in fact, it was a Man United shirt. He basically, Antonio was basically like, my brother sports Manchester. Uh-huh. Is there, and by the way, so foreign to just call Man United Manchester. <laughs> and he was like, uh, he goes, could he have your shirt at the end of the holiday? Now, it was the season before last at the time. So uh-huh. I was like, you know what, be a good thing to do. My last day, I go up to John, he's working in the restaurant, mm-hmm. and I have the Man United shirt. And I had played football in it that day. So I handed it to him, said, this is for you, mate. I went, but you're going <laughs> to, I said, you're going to have to wash it. I yeah. said, you're going to have to wash it. Yeah. And he was like, okay. And I was like, that's disrespectful. Why is he not happy to have this? Yeah. But an hour later, brought it over to my table, uh-huh. just like washed and dried. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> I meant you'll have to wash it for you to keep. Yeah. He thought I just unsolicited gone yeah. up to him and I <laughs> washed this boy. <laughs> and did he take it in the end? He took it, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good. Yeah, I thought you might have just gone, thank you. No. And I brought it back. But we're back and it feels it feels very good. I mean, you and I still communicate on a daily basis yes. and it's mainly tagging each other under under like Facebook prank videos and writing sarcastic mm-hmm. comments like, Whoa, this is so real. Why is this now a thing? Why is this a thing? But I don't I don't get but wait no it's not that it's a thing, it's that people think it's great. It's so, just one guy, isn't it? And his sister or the one no. like these <laughs> guys. Word. It's also like if I ever like was called into a room by my wife, right, <laughs> and she was like this, oh, yeah, hey, like here, can you hold this ladder for a second? <laughs> yeah. The fuck? Why is there like a professional lighting rig yeah. behind you? Yeah. And why is this the third time you've got me in this room in this situation? Like, the worst <laughs> thing about it is they get like uh, probably a part of it is jealousy. They get hundreds of thousands of likes, yeah. and the best one was the one I sent you of the guy pretending he cut off his wife's finger. Yeah. And he fully tapes all of her hands together as she's sleeping fully in her clothes and yeah. not moving in any way. So what he does is he like tapes all of her fingers and nah. puts half and he of didn't a sausage do it smoothly. No, yeah. and he put half a sausage on one of her fingers. If you executed this right, it would work. But he he was like touching her hand and all, and then. When he's got a setup right, he goes like, "Say she's called Heather." He's like, "Heather," and she wakes mm-hmm. up. I was like, "Oh, you didn't wake up when he's fucking giving you Chinese <laughs> burn." Uh, but we love commenting on those videos so much, and it's my hope that one of the people that do the videos will see it and be like, "Oh, that's great." The, the, the lads yeah. love it. Cheers, because they, they the do. brother and sister, a thousand percent the worst. Don't yeah. get me wrong, bring joy to people that think it's real. But like everyone, like Will Smith and Jason Derulo did one. Do you see this last week? Yeah, with Will Smith's teeth. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why is Will Smith, the fresh Prince of Bel Air, ringing Jason Derulo and saying, "Jason, come round to my house and let's film a prank"? Yeah. Why are they getting on what like fourteen-year-old boys? That was a mug off, but it wasn't as good a mug off for Will as the mug off when he went to his own wife's podcast. <laughs> she was like, "Here, Will, you know that dude that we let stay in our house? Yeah, I just fully fucking him." And Will starts crying. <laughs> and he, she's like, "Oh, I thought we were in a break," and he's like, "Oh, we weren't." <laughs> That was far better prank from Will than him just go ah my teeth. Come on the podcast, we've got a lot to talk about. Okay, cool. Say no more, fam. He's probably like, hey, oh yeah, funny story. Yeah, <laughs> you got. But me. did you see his his face when she was like, he was like, you know, Denzel in Training Day when he realised he's been mugged, he was like, okay, <laughs> all right. It was just it was not sweet from her, and then it afterwards she was kind of like, yeah, well, these things happen. Yeah, but they have one of those. They have like the open relationship thing. Well, on her side. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Will's really like ah. But then there's a lot of rumors, you know. Will, I mean, listen, it, no one listens to this shit anymore anyway. What? <laughs> what? What are the rumors? Right. Don't right. No one repeat this. Do it. Do it in code because you don't. No, want no, to no. I'll just come and say it. Right. Will Smith. The rumor is. 
Smokes. What? Smokes. Smokes what? Fags. I can't use that term. It's offensive. <laughs> cigarettes. Is that he's uh, he's <laughs> blowing 20 Lambert and Butler a day. Oh, well. <laughs> and then having a cigarette. Um, yeah, no, there's, I mean, that's one of those weird ones that they probably have like a slightly complicated relationship, but it's not yeah. complicated for them, but just everyone in the world now knows about it. Well, you know what? People might be offended what I'm about to say next, but guess what? Here's oh, no. a newsflash. Don't give a fuck, right? Oh, so um, <laughs> those guys are like, oh, we're the sweet, the sweet open relationship, modern day parents. But both their kids like identify as aliens, so there's something along the line that hey, maybe they could have done a bit better, you know? Like, like Jaden doesn't like Jaden. He says he's an alien guy. Like he dresses in all kinds of weird stuff. He shaves his eyebrows off. That's you know. And now he start getting those wee tattoos in his face. By the way, if we were out of the studio for one more week, my eyebrows were yeah. gone. <laughs> I was close to it. But yeah, I know what you mean. What about whenever uh, Jaden Smith was? Given like an accepting award or like some big awards do, and he was like, "There's Tyler the Creator and all." You see, I love his music. He's my boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, "Hey man, shut the fuck up." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Was Tyler the Creator an an openly gay man at that point? I think he was a bisexual man. Right. Okay. Like openly bisexual, or because because or did he do a Duncan from Blue type thing? <laughs> like Duncan from Blue is like, I'm full straight guy, and then it lets it go a bit on. He was like, Hey, uh, bisexual, now. and then like as I went, he's like, I'm full gay dude. You know, like you're you, in my opinion, you're either like you're a gay person or you're not a gay person. You can't just change. Do you know what I mean? So you, what? what well, it can be bisexual. Oh, right. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, like, I, yeah, I mean, like, you can't be trained. <laughs> I was like, you know? fuck the podcast back ten minutes. No. You know? <laughs> well, there's no such thing as being bisexual. No. But you know, I mean that you know you can't be like if you're a gay person, they, they can't be like Alakazam. You're not gay anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I got yeah. gay conversion therapy. Fake news, right? No, it's not. Why? Because up until 2004. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Ben>. um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. The thing about the gay conversion therapy is, I mean, you did a sketch about it. I would love to be a fly on the wall to know what mm. what it is they do and how about the guys that take that are definitely like yeah not comfortable in their sexuality. Yeah, but it's like you remember that guy who was like this um this big like pastor dude, and then it, they found out that he was just like whittling loads of dough from the church, and then they were like, "Look, you're either going to have to quit," and he was like, "Or I can just go and do a sermon and say I needed that." That airplane. Church of what about the bank? Who is the guy who was like in charge of like a big bank in England and he was doing crystal meth and getting rent boys on the go? I mean, I don't know, but sounds like one of my uncles. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of it. But no, this guy was like um basically yeah, just multi, multi billionaire from just doing this this mad these mad sermons. And then they're like, Yeah, you've stolen a lot of money from the church to be able to just and he was like, No, I need this airplane to go and chill. Away from God's word, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he yeah. Came, but and then in, in the most classic style of like a a mad preacher dude, he, rather than being like, "Listen, I'm sorry, I quit," he went on back on the live sermon on the TV again, asked for God's forgiveness, and here's a spoiler: big man said, "Signed," and he's just back doing his business. Classic, I loved it. He was never gonna come back and go. Nah, he's turned me down. What would have been great and a brilliant mug off would have been God just heart attacked him right there, and the guy's like, ah, I fell off the stage. Like, well done. Don't mess with the, the G.O.D. Yeah, true. Sure. I've got a new feature I want to run by you. It's new for the Boytown Universe. Ben hasn't signed off on it. You haven't. No, Ben looks actually a wee bit timid. I don't know whether it's because after the lockdown, he's come back and realised he hates both of us or it's that he's scared. But, oh, I mean, Well, I've been nice to him since he arrived. Yeah. So what, I think he's okay with me. Um, all I, I think you told is, him he was fired before he got over yeah, the threshold yeah, of the well, door. I mean, I've wanted to fire everybody, to be fair. 
right. Hold on, can I I've just say to the listeners, this, like, see the studio, lights, great mics, this guy, classic Todd. What? <laughs> this piece of paper, this is nothing to do with feature, this long? is just an autograph I got from Alan Shearer in 1997. Nice. How long have you had that for? What? Since oh. 1997, so fucking 20-odd years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you know... Um, one time, me and my dad were walking through Hollywood. Remember the platform? It used to be yeah. the platform. And it was all the carriages. Yeah. In fact, it was Carmichael's back in the it was called. It was the railway. Then it was a platform. Then Carmichael's. No. No. Yeah. No. It was the platform last. Then it, it was, was the railway. Carmichael's, then Carmichael's. Carmichael's railway platform. I think it was the railway first. Cause maybe. It was the railway because it was, had the real shit. Well, we walked past and Keith Gillespie was sitting in one of the wee windows. Some dinner mm. with his family and my dad took us in. And I had a Keith Gillespie baseball hat. Or yeah. no, 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 baseball yeah. hat. It'd be so weird if it was a Gillespie-owned uh, baseball hat. Yeah. And my dad got him to sign it. And I was also in Man United shorts and Gillespie mm-hmm. signed it. And I was like, Keith, you're my favourite Man United player. And what about Gillespie? He was like, I moved to Newcastle last week. And yeah. I was like, oh, I nearly cried. Because yeah. <laughs> I was trying to impress him and I didn't know the news. <laughs> Don't hear a great story speaking of meeting famous people. Your dad... I was on holidays in Jersey with my, my parents and I went in to get a McDonald's for lunch and my dad was in the oh, queue with me. You cultured, right? Man. Yeah, well, I mean, we've had a big day at the beach. You need to get the carbs in. So we're standing in line and my dad just like was like, Dave. And I wasn't even called Dave that age. David. And he goes, Dave. I went, what? And he goes, look over there. And I just looked over the corner. And it's just this old guy sitting down with this like like Asian lady. And I, but what I noticed it was weird about it, I thought well, he was pointing at me because he just had all this gold on the table, like jewellery, just sitting on a McDonald's table. This is really weird. And I was like, nice. And then I looked back and he grabbed my head and went, no, look who it is. And I was looking and in my wee head, I was like, I have a fucking idea who this guy is. I was like six or something, I had like no idea. And he goes, you know who that is? And I went, mm, yeah. And he goes, go and get his autograph. And I was like... What the fuck? Uh, okay, so he, he gave me a sweet bit. Of, I don't know why he had like this, but it was like a betting docket or something. And he went over, made me go over to this man. I didn't know. And get his autograph. And he was there with like his wife or whatever with all this fucking like a big watch and and some gold and stuff at the table. And I just walked over to him. And I was like, I could normally be like, oh, can I? I went over to him was like, hi, mister. Can I? And then he probably thought, oh, maybe, you know, I just am some kind of Asian guy myself. Because when I spoke to him, I was like, hello, mister, like a Filipino guy. And his hand him a bit of paper and was like, autograph. And he went, yeah, sure. And he signed it. And he just sort of patted me and off I went to my dad and gave it to him. My dad was like, yes, put it in his pocket. And I had no idea who it was until years later. <laughs> I never said to my dad. Until years later, I was just watching the golf and realized it was, you know, golfer Ian Woosnam, Woozer the Boozer. But when I was a kid, I had no idea who it was. If I didn't know now, what I know then, I'd have thought, what a fucking great guy. I just went up and interrupted Ian Woosnam with all this fucking shit at the table. No idea who it was, but didn't want to mug myself off in front of a dad. <laughs> and then after that, that set like a president for my parents to be like, this is the autograph boy. Like, if there's anybody <laughs> we want an autograph for, send the wee boy. Same thing happened. We're in the airport. My mum starts acting like a little girl. I was like, well, what are you doing? And like peeing on the potty and stuff. I was like, really? <laughs> but she started getting really giddy and all. And she was seeing kind of thing. She's like, look who it is. I looked over and said to me, another old guy. <laughs> are these old guys? And then she's like, oh, I love him. And I was at the age where I was like, but you love my dad. How can you <laughs> love this guy? And like, I was getting really annoyed. She goes, oh, can you? She's like, oh, I would be so nervous to go meet him. Can you go and, can, can you go get his autograph? So I was like, 
gain and then for some reason again my mum gets a bet and talk it out and gives me a bet <laughs> see. your mum had just lumped a score on the story yeah, I just I've had enough of this by now right I'm like I have got fuck more. this it was good it was very good I said I've had enough of this shit so I went over right my mum was watching me because she cared a bit more than my dad like my dad was like right I'm like, what am I getting here a double Big Mac with whatever whereas my mum was like <laughs> looking I went over and being just fed up of being sent to old men for autographs I was like my mummy loves you mate do you want to go and meet her and he was like uh, sure and I brought him over to meet my mum and he hugged her and all and she was all oh, you know lovely to meet him And I have a feeling I know who it was who, who do you think Johnny Adair <laughs> no they're far too familiar for that kind of stuff again somebody I'm not really familiar with it was Brian Ferry from Roxy Music is that a that's who it was my mum just loved him apparently can I do you one? One yeah. more? Yeah, of course. This is great. Ugh. Gay Ryan I was friends with whenever Gay I was Ryan? a kid. A <laughs> <laughs> guy. Like, you could call called him. Ryan. Like it's Sly 2020. You can't call your mates that. In 1998. But to be firm, you had had a straight friend called Ryan. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Gay Ryan. No. A guy called Ryan I was friends with when I was a kid. Which The way I say a guy called Ryan makes it sound like he was an adult. When I was a kid, he wasn't. We are both children. And um, he was a Man United fan like me and one day I went round to his house and like you say autographs were the thing selfies uh-huh. now but it was autographs back in the day and he was a Man United fan and he had an autograph book mm-hmm. a Man United official autograph book and all the players had signed it uh-huh. and I was like he hasn't been over to Old Trafford how the fuck's he got this from maybe like 8 or 9 I was really jealous his dad goes I got them sorted he goes we found the address of Man United in a uh-huh. Premier League sticker album. Yeah. Was sent away and all the players signed it. Uh-huh. And he was proud as punch and his dad was like all proud as well. Yeah. And I was like, can I see it? He's like, all right then. And I looked through it and I was like, oh, all right. And I said, um, how come every player um, has the like same handwriting? And the dad goes, <laughs> want to hear the biggest spoof of all yeah. time? The dad goes, oh, they were busy with a match. So Nicky Bot had the sign for everyone. <laughs> Nicky Butt right now just sitting on the Eric bench. Cantona yeah. leash <laughs> Ben did great. you ever did you ever get any autographs from you younger that you remember two I got one from the whole All Blacks team and Black Lives Matter okay. and um, Chuckle Brothers <laughs> I love it I love that's it. great the All Blacks and the Chuckle Brothers I mean two equally well-known yeah. successful groups. Well, imagine the Chuckle Brothers made a real bollocks assigning it. <laughs> Pen and their eye and all <laughs> slipped. Where did you meet the Brewers? Uh, Woodford and Todd. What? Woodford and Todd. Oh, I thought you said Woodford and Todd. And I was like, what the fuck? It's Woodford and Todd. Like some kind of paint shop. I'm like, what the hell? And then one place you don't want to see the fucking Chuckle Brothers. This is a paint shop. You definitely don't approach them. <laughs> if you see the Chuckle Brothers and BQ, you step way back. You say, oh, I'll come back another day. The emulsion can wait. <laughs> oh, that's like, because one of the Chuckle Brothers is dead. <laughs> I just fucking bucket fell. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to tell me they successfully carried his coffin the whole way down. <laughs> <laughs> the last words were, no, you all definitely have this, don't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> all right, you know what's so weird about that? There was a thing last week. 
about and now again I don't want to offend anybody here if I get the names wrong but the not dead chuckle brother <laughs> did an article and he was basically like oh, it's still shit that my brother did <laughs> but when he did it for some reason he started wearing like like you know black eyeliner and it just looks really weird <laughs> I'll try to find a photograph um, oh my god oh. Black oh, that's fucking enjoyable. Did you, did you have a chat? Like, were they doing it? They weren't doing a show in the waterfront, sure. They were doing a show, but I can't remember anything. The Chuckle Brothers live in the waterfront hall? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, that's uh, enjoyable. Let me see. A live? Were you, like, a full kid at the time? Yeah. Or were you slightly too old to go, be honest? I was, like, I think 10. Mm, right on the air. Chuckle Brothers. Borderline. Chuckle Brothers is still a funny show if you see reruns nowadays. I mean, it's funny. It's slapstick. It would be funny. Like, Mr. Bean, it'd be funny anywhere, kind of. Fucking love the Chuckle Brothers. Like, did you ever find Mr. Bean to be a bit, a bit weird? Not weird. The, well, with Mr. Bean and all those guys, and it was, like, the best TV shows back then, you always thought they were going to, like, crack it one week. Like, I remember an episode of the Chuckle Brothers where... <laughs> Why is he doing that? Ah, it's weird. <laughs> I remember an episode of the Chuckle Brothers where they thought that they, they hit oil. They yeah. thought they'd found, like, I, oil. I know that exact episode. And they were like, oh, class. And this guy called Tex came around. Now, Tex had been in two episodes before this. is totally different characters. Mm-hmm. But Tex shows up and he's like, with a cowboy hat on, of course, he's like, I hear you boys have hit oil. You know, mm-hmm. so, like he was from Leeds or whatever. And then they were like, yeah, bro, there's oil in the back there. Yeah. And then the Chuck Brothers got offered like a million quid. And I was like, fuck, the Chuck Brothers, like only foods and horses or whatever. It's like, this is the week they do it. Yeah. And then, of course, it was next door's fucking oil tank. <laughs> then hit underground. Of course it was. Yeah. Oh, that could have been the week. They're always getting up the fucking ballocks of Chuckle Brothers on RIP. Um, this is not something we plan to talk about. But before going to my feature, mm-hmm. this is just a recommendation for you if you haven't seen it and the listeners. Uh-huh. My favorite episode of TV ever, comedy TV, is the Only Fools and Horses episode. I don't know if you've seen it. Where they go to Miami. Mm. It's a special feature length episode. Is this with Gotti? No, 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 oh, that no. was way later. Oh, right, yeah. This never gets talked about, but Only Fools and Horses did a whole film in Miami. Uh-huh. I've seen that one. Is that one sort of like... There's a whole like big, a Delboy? Like, yeah, and a, like a murder mystery type thing. The best... Yeah. People say about Delboy falling through the bar, it's the funniest ever. Yeah. It's not. The funniest moment ever is Boise is also going to Miami, but he doesn't know Del and Rodney are going. Del and Rodney are running away from these gangsters, and they're in the, the Everglades, and they sit on a, like, a log. Mm-hmm. And they're getting their breath and talking about how mental it all was. And Dale gets up like quite slowly and he's a bit huh. freaked out. And Rodney's like, what are you doing, Dale? Yeah. And Dale's like, Rodney, don't freak out, but you're sitting on an alligator. Uh-huh. And then they sprint and that bit gets me. <laughs> and then they run through the Everglades and they end up like in some bushes and they look out as a speedboat goes past and uh-huh. it's Boise and the family. Yeah. And Boise just happens to like look to his right <laughs> and Dale, or Rod- Dale and Rodney are in the wreaths. And I don't know why, but that moment when they yeah. see each other, I remember crying with laughing. That's my favourite. we got to get into this feature. Um, right, I'm keen to hear this. This new feature is called Ganabri or Magabri. Right, okay. You want me to explain it? Uh, yeah, I have a fair idea. It's going to be something to do with football or prison. No, you, well, yeah, in a way. Serge Gnabry, great footballer, right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Since he joined Bayern, like... He's the one that got level, away. Boo. Left Arsenal, but fantastic footballer, Serge Gnabry. Magabry, a prison. So you'd argue that Serge Gnabry, good, plays for Bayern Munich. Uh-huh. Going to Magabry, not good. Unless you're into lifting weights and... And Irish history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to run a couple of subjects mm-hmm. by you. And I want you to tell me whether this is Gnabry, mm-hmm. good, or Magabry, bad. I just want to apologise for all the inmates that listen to this podcast. Yep. Right. Number one, Madonna. <laughs> so Madonna celebrated, it might have been like her 60th or 
maybe she was older than 60, but she went to Jamaica, and her and Lourdes, her daughter and her boyfriend and all this crew. What, what, which, for any English speakers, is Lord. Yeah, true. Um, and Madonna's like getting all these big spliffs rolled for her and just having a good time. So what do you think of Madonna? Do you think Madonna's like, you know, just be a bit more graceful or you so, think fair play to you, girl? I think McGabry, I think Madonna's gone. She's lost it completely. She needs McGabry. Do you think? Yeah, she, her and Pricey are two of, are, are like birds of a feather. Do you think Madonna's last best song was Music makes the people come together Yeah, I think it was probably Good morning That's when she should have quit She should have just called it a day And said I'm done after that Because she's like Do you remember was that she did in that video? Yeah That was a rat in my kitchen um, Did you see Like at the start of lockdown Like some celebrities tried to do like You know, hey look we're real people too type videos Yes. You know what I mean? Like just sharing her life. Madonna did one where she was like just trying to like make her songs into like like day to day like mm-hmm. events. So she made Vogue in this thing about fried fish where she just wanted to get fried fish. So yeah. she's like just dancing with her face not moving because she did so much surgery on it. She's like, come on, mm, let's get some fried fish. And you're watching it going, why Why are you doing that? Have you seen it? No, but is, oh, is, try to find is Madonna the B&M version of Pricey? I mean, I think Madonna's probably the M&S version of Pricey because I think oh, Madonna's okay. probably the original and best. But I mean, this uh, when you see this, this you'll be like McGabry, uh, fried fish. Here we go. What's weird is Madonna moved well, to Portugal so that her twelve-year-old son could play for Benfica. Yeah, I mean. There's someone on the other side of this with a gun. Yeah. There's no more pasta. Oh no. So we're gonna eat some fried fish. Fried fish. Yeah. See if I was a Madonna fan, what I would do would be like here. Can't refund those tickets that it got. That's like our That's mum if they want to know you can drink pasta gin brewery. Yeah. Like why is that a thing? Ben, can you if you can, can you put that video in? Like Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Vogue, let your body, or like Vogue could Vogue rhyme or something. Yeah. And Madonna's like, I've got an idea. You know my yeah. song Vogue, I'm going to rework it. Yeah. I've got an idea here. And what do you reckon we Rocco saying when he's in the gaff, being like, ma? I reckon he's like, ma, he's like, for fuck's sake. He's nah, like, speaking of fried fish, you haven't cooked but, me dinner in six but weeks. But he speaks all this, what the fuck are you doing, ma? God, Richie, son. Fucking ma. Mom, what are you doing, you <laughs> mug? Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're going to McGabry, Madonna? Yeah, Madonna's in McGabry. Okay, masks and shops being mandatory. Ganabry? Ganabry? Yeah. I think it's a good thing. I think, oh, I, you know what I hate, apart from just the majority of people in the world, is the people that are like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be fucking muzzled. I'm not. Yeah, well, I hope you get coronavirus, brother. You know, because how how difficult is it to pop a mask on to go and get a loaf? You know, really? Not that big a deal. Yeah. If it's going to help people. People are like, oh, they weren't doing that at the start. I'm like, yeah, because no one knows. What. This is a totally new well, experience. I like it because I walk around Asda, like, and you can't see or hear this, but inside I'm just look. my eyes uh-huh. look totally normal, but inside I'm going... Which is nice. What The only problem is you forget that it's a mask. When there's something in your face, you think you're wearing sunglasses. Well, you know, it so must you be can't weird just, like, for you having you a mask on without a ball in your mouth. I know, well, I do have a ball in my mouth still under the mask. It's awkward when they say, can I get you anything? I go, ah, ah. yeah, that's when it gets awkward. But, um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's definitely a good thing can for all it is. And, like, obviously people and doctors and shit like that wear masks for full operations. Oh, doctors and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? So we can wear it to get a loaf. I got two more, then I got to go. Mm-hmm. One, 
is, and by the way, for anyone who's like, where is he running off to? I'm getting to a little bit of surgery because over lockdown, mm-hmm. Dave was like, you're stressed out, you had your first baby and know what it's like. So he bought me <laughs> vouchers for Harley Street. Now, mm-hmm. the thing is, he only bought me 15 quid's worth of vouchers. Mm-hmm. So I've had to go to like, maybe not the top rated plastic surgeon. Yeah. And I said, what can I get for 15 pound? Expecting like a Botox injection or whatever. that shit hair plugs. And he, he said it's anything. Yeah. So I am going to get like quite a lot of radical surgery for 15 nice. quid. Um, two things. Number mm-hmm. one is exam results. Oh, exam results are they're 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 Gnabry. Gnabry, do you like that the government have, have backtracked and now yeah, they're but like, what I don't like, oh, we're not going to be sliding uh, kids and you know, teachers? You know who I feel sorry for? I feel sorry for the wee guy who's wee bollocks in class, acts a leg all year and flukes his exams. That's how I feel sorry for because teachers will be like, I don't like that wee route D. I'm going to give him the D. Well, um, you'll think this is funny. I kept getting messages from people being like, we're having a protest for sec- uh, um, any aid of secondary school <coughs> students that didn't get the grades wanted based on the Shootings? fact that the government didn't... What? Shootings? No, 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 students. I was going to say, very harsh. You're like, ah, no, I'm all for those. Um, and they were like, they want <coughs> they want to know. I was approached by people I know being like, this group protests and want to know if you will come down to the rally. And uh, I was like, I am not a guy that goes to you're rallies. a school boy? I think so. Um, but I was like, I, I, I was like, I'm like I'm just keeping my head down. Just had the baby and stuff, and I was like, "It'd be would you like it though if I got known as like the protest guy?" No, I would hate that because I feel like I, I don't like it when people who like you for something you do like comedy. I don't think they'd be like, "Oh, he does comedy. Let's get him to fight art." Nah, fuck that. Let you make them laugh. You know, don't be down. Like go and go and protest if it's something you feel strongly about. You know, what I, mean? I do feel strongly about, but I'm. I'm but you got I, but no, the weather. You, was due, the weather was due to change. But you left school at twelve. I didn't leave school. With at no, you left school at twelve with one of those wee sticks with a wee bag and a knot tied around it. You got shafted out by him and the old Campbellians. They said, "Leave. You're not going to be here in a great hall. Your nose is too pointed <laughs> down. Let's get away." And then all these guys were just like, "You can smell the ground. Get yeah. out." <laughs> but we can only smell the sky. And then they all looked, and what's weird is all the old Campbellians line up with their noses in a line, and then they go, hoo, 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 and they just usher you out, and then they... Where the sky smells. Yeah. <laughs> mm, smells like clouds. <laughs> okay, where? Uh, I'm going to leave you with this one. WAP, W-A-P. I don't know what that is. I, it's in fact, I've seen it everywhere. Right, here's the thing. This is when, when I saw something today, and I saw... Great new feature. And I saw... Everywhere, all these, all the, like the hip people, all the cool people are talking about it. WAP is like it's a song that's by it, by Cardi B. Is, is it? it not on your phone, bro? Or no, um, a little bit anywhere you go because it's all I've seen on Twitter. WAP, no, but nothing. WAP is that on the internet on your phone? It could be, but ch- look that up. It's I a think song. If we play a bit of it though, it'll we might have to lose. Look it, it up and tell me what it, look, Google what does WAP mean in the song. I mean, it starts with there's some whores in this house repeated multiple times. Is it my dad? <laughs> Pornography or Feminist Triumph? That's the name of your new stand-up show? Yeah. Um, so, what is WAP? Yeah, because everyone's saying that basically she is... Don't like, Google it. She's saying that Cardi B is this like feminist hero with the song. Is it a song about like women's rights and like equal rights and shit? I assume. WAP. Yeah. Uh, ben, can you say wet ass pussy one more time, please, brother? No, thank you. What way is that? Sp- ben, ben, slow it down for me. No, but the the words, is it like 
what like is it wet ass pussy or is it wet ass pussy because then an ass pussy something i don't know what it is either and if it's another slang i'm missing out wet ass pussy yeah i mean look up some lyrics there and tell me what it's about because I need to be down with the kids and I feel if the kids are into wet ass pussy I need to be in the wet ass pussy as well I think we all, are you into it if it's what the kids are into well, no uh, I don't want to commit at this stage <laughs> Ben seems to be quite deep into the, the WAP movement over there what are you looking up I'm going to pretend my mouse is pussy and I'm going to use some water and make it wet ass David mm. don't, David, don't. Don't say. I mean, yeah, it's just a lot of people talking about how controversial the song is. Read some lyrics out and I'll tell you if it's controversial or not. Okay, and then I have to go, okay? Fair. WAP lyrics. I want you to read it out like like you're some kind of presenter. Whores in, whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass pussy make that pull out game weak. Woohoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. You fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. <laughs> Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. Beat it up. Can't say that word. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Up on top, I want to ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look at my eyes. This pussy is wet. Come take a dive. Let me stop a wee quick second. Is that a thing that the kids are doing now, spitting in each other's mouths? I think that that's that's something that is I don't know, like, but listen, if they're if it's good enough for them, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a surefire way note, go. to get corona. I don't like it. Yeah, you're going. Out. You don't have to leave. You're just the way to Google that video. So, wet ass pussy, Ben. Is it, do you want to jump on and talk ben, about the WAP? Ben, jump in. Come on, brother. It's a new yeah. Welcome, the, welcome to the podcast. Come on, on. Hop on board. See you there. See you at home. Give love to your family. Yeah. Yeah. So the 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 WAP is is that something you knew about? I thought it was internet. Yeah, I mean, because this is the thing. Like, I I have seen people talking about it on Twitter and stuff, and I just thought it was like like a feminist movement, and I don't know whether that is the case. If it's a feminist movement so, or what it stands for, it doesn't say. I mean, is it kind of something that? You know, maybe it's like, well, listen, women maybe wouldn't talk about this kind of vulgar stuff before, and now they can. Because if, if that's the case, I want to step up and say, Cardi B, step back, because have you ever heard of Kia? Kia is the original feminist icon. Do you have ever heard of her? No. Nope. Have you ever heard of a song? She she sang a song, which, in my opinion, it's up there with the classics like um, Stairway to Heaven. It's up there with Crazy Train. It's up there with all, some of the greatest songs of all time. It's called My Neck, My Back, My Pussy and My Crack, yeah. which is about a guy who doesn't really know how to do foreplay, so just licks <laughs> her entire body in the hope that somewhere along the line she'll go, oh, yeah. You it know, so that's, yeah, so that's that's the goal and the plan, I think. So I think probably what people need to do is respect the original feminist, which is Kia, and listen to that. And then if you want to talk about, you know, vulgar guy songs, check out a song by, <laughs> this is show my age, by David Banner, and it's called J-O-D-D. Similar to WAP, it's the, the initials, but J-O-D-D stands for, instead of, it, it stands for jump on da dick. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's what that's about. So if you want to enjoy, like, some, you know, 
something like filthy easy music. Listening listen to that, yeah, easy listening. Like you, you're a guy with a couple of kids, yeah. Yeah. Instead of nursery rhymes, get some WAP on, get some JODD, and you, you know, increase your vocabulary as well. Increase your vocabulary. Probably get you into trouble with the law when they go to school and tell their teachers what daddy <laughs> makes them listen to. But anyway, interesting show and tell when they wrap up and start. Yeah, yeah. What's my daddy love? Wap? Oh no. <laughs> and it'd be awkward if it was my daughter. So what's your daddy love? J O D D. Oh no. And has he ever done that? Absolutely. Hence the squat legs. So yeah, well, welcome. This is your first time on the mic, official. Uh, Other than just nipping on. Probably yeah. Yeah. Well, this is this this could be it if people like it. This uh, I don't know if many people have fully seen the snake rat in his real form or or what they've imagined you to be. Yeah. Step out from behind the camera. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people, men, women, children, will be like, oh, I, mister, you should have stepped in front of the camera long ago. Sexy guy. So speaking of that, do you want to interact with some of the fans a bit here? We'll do some listeners' questions. Sure. Get this, uh, get this show on the road. There's actually, what I want, I want to say, first of all, well done to everybody who has... Um, this fucking guy. This guy. This guy. Um, what everybody has actually written a load of questions this week and it's it's good to see because it gives us something to talk about so if we hadn't have all these wonderful topics you know we'd, we'd be kind of fucked so Craig Johnson has said great pick of the man boy cheeky in the water must have been cold my question is with A-level results being uh, complete bollocks so it was um, what are your memories of results day was it creme fraiche or was it kunana I hope results are all awful awful yep why were you not a school guy were you I tried hard, but just didn't get it. See, I didn't try hard. I hardly tried. And, and you probably uh, did really well. Yeah, probably. Which but, is very annoying. Yeah, but I mean, the problem was you were already looked after, though, by the, by the old Campbellian Society, so you didn't have to do anything. Trust funds, I mean, You've already, already got the trust fund. You're already part of the, the stonecutters, whatever it is those guys <laughs> do in there. You're already hooked up, whereas us us normal Hollywood guys had to just get get the finger out and uh, just get by by fluke. But um, my, my best memory of off the results day was actually me being mugged off um, because I <laughs> had a yearhead who was called Mr. Armstrong and he was my rugby coach and he, to be fair, a great guy, a lot of time for him um, and probably moulded me into the person that I am today so a lot of you <laughs> have probably, I mean, I don't know whether you should thank him or not but he was just one of the, like, the most, the one of the only teachers I was actually afraid of. You know, he was like, a rugby coach and he was like whenever he shouted at you his voice would go so high and you'd be like oh no and like he, he, he would scare you right and he was our yearhead one year but like I feel like in his heart he didn't want to be a teacher he wanted to be like a full detective like he would he'd always want to be getting to the bottom of what was going on at school so like he'd be you know like for example a lot of ties pulling ties was a thing you know yeah. and and it was not good banter but people did it and he started a full investigation as to who's pulling ties and he'd come around like during lunchtime and if you had your tie pulled he'd give you the attention and all but he'd sneak up on you if you had it if you had your tie already pulled yeah so even though you got your tie pulled you still yeah. get in trouble yeah you still get it because right. he doesn't care <laughs> so there was this one day we decided in a different class we had a, a German teacher called Mr. Kitson who as a German teacher became known as Herr Kitson right and <laughs> Herr Kitson was a great guy but maybe not you know, he didn't instill the best work ethic in some of his class, which was me and my three mates, right? So he thought, you know what, we're we're struggling with German here. We'll have a hair kitchen appreciation day, right? So with what that was, we brought him in cookies, tea and a flask, and just made posters and Microsoft Paint for him because it's how long ago I had school. So 
he just bought right into it and was like, this is great, yeah, we'll do that. So we were doing that and then what happened afterwards was um, what, like a few weeks before GCSE's this Appreciation Day happened, one of the girls in our class went to our yearhead who was Mr. Armstrong and uh, basically said, yeah, these four fucking idiots had a Mr. Kitson Appreciation Day like three weeks or whatever before we're doing our GCSE's. I seriously need to get an A star here or else I'm fucked. And hey, who needs an A star in German? Is it going to matter in life? No, enjoy yourself, right? So he ended up um, calling us all in. I didn't know at the time. I'm sitting in single word science, obviously. After that, and someone comes to the door, Mr. Armstrong would like to speak to David Elliott, which was, you know, you're in trouble when you get the full yeah. name. So I brought around this classroom. And when I get there, it was one of the huts. Open the door. There's my three mates already sitting there looking around. And he was, I was like, oh no. So he finished his class. There's older people, older boys there, like upper sixth class were in. Once they finished teaching, they got out and then four of us are sat in the back seat. And he's just sort of walking along, all of us going, boys, would you like to tell me about coffee and biscuits? And then we were sort of like this. And one of my mates, Connor, who's a cheeky bastard, right? He goes, it was tea and biscuits, actually. And he goes, it doesn't matter what it was. And I was like, oh, no. So he went through us all. At the face goes, you are never going to pass German. Never. And I went, bet you do. And he went, I bet you, you don't. And I went, oh, no. So he showed us, obviously gave us the detention, screamed in our faces, terrified us, let us go. And I was like, you know what? Fuck him, I'm going to show him how my German goes. So that was all fine. Fast forward a few weeks, do the German. Um, summer holidays come, results come in. German and PE were part of two separate, like, different examination boards. So CCAA did uh, did the normal board. And then, like, I think it was AQA or something. I don't even know. At Excel. That was it. Was it at Excel? No, that's the thing. Yeah. You use your thing. Who knows? But um, did PE in German. So we had to get those, like, three days after we got the rest of the results. So I got my, my GCSEs. Delighted with myself. Chuffed. Went in to get this. Got my PE result. And he, and he goes... Well done, Dave, in the PE. And I went, oh, thanks very much. And then he goes, and you're German? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, told you so. And he handed me a D. And he was like, never doubt me again, Dave. Never doubt me again. And I was like, oh, no. So in the moment, I should have been really good at it myself. I just found it funny because he just mugged me off. And he had obviously looked at my result and, like, known what I got before he handed it to me, just knowing that he was going to mug me off. And he wasn't there to give me the other results. So he must have come in specifically (laughs) knowing that these four boys are going to either... Mug him off, or he's gonna. I get all of us got D's except for Connor. Got a fucking A. Would he have done? Would he have been there if he passed? Do you think? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but I mean, I think he would let someone else give it to us. But because, because he knew, if he, like he was so so joyous. Like, and then funny story about him too. Just to finish, whenever we um, we left school, and he he would do like a he would um. He was at a rugby match and we saw him, right? And he was chatting to, to us about stuff and he was just having a good chat, what he's up to and all. Really, really good, good chat. And then he asked us about Connor, one of the one of the boys. And um, we were like, oh, he's over in wherever he was studying or whatever. And he was, I'm glad he's not here. And I went, oh, why is that? He goes, he always was a bastard. <laughs> just, you know, when you see someone out of there, and it was just very, very, very funny moment. So that was probably my most, my most classic moment of um, getting... Results back. Jamie Harrison's just said very sexy in response to. I don't know if you saw it. The photo yeah, I put up. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. one of Shane from his holidays. Um, Jack said, "Who would win in a fight? You can take this one. Who would win in a fight? Mike Tyson, Brock Lesnar, Silverback Gorilla, or Tony Carlin?" Um, Brock's pretty good, but 
Who else was that? Gr- an actual gorilla, an Mike actual Tyson. Gorilla. I mean, you'd have to back a gorilla. Yeah, like they'd probably rip people's faces off. I would go for a gorilla too. Because even though Mike Tyson does use his teeth, the gorilla's got sharper fangs. Yeah, and also they pull face off. Like, I don't think a human could pull another human's, but a gorilla could. But they have gloves on then. I mean, you'd have to put the gloves on the gorilla. I don't know if they play ball for that. You know, I think I'm going to say gorilla probably because they would. Um, yeah, they'd definitely go for it. I'm just trying to look through so many questions. Some of them are just being like, oh, whoa, nice dick. And others are, are actual questions. So um, I'll fly through. Um, we'll just go for. I don't know what this name is. Aorge Garan. I think it's Georgia Aaron. But anyway, last week's episode has been re-uploaded, or shall we consider this a lost episode? No, what had happened, right? There was a different episode you uploaded, but you put the same, like, Is this the one bio. That I, was so it? So last week, yeah, so I, was, was, I listened to it. It was a new episode, but it was the same bio. Stop trying to tout on him, all right? Um, oh, no, he said, hashtag hello, Ben. Hashtag ha- bye, Ben? Question mark? Oh, no. Yeah, I um, got sacked as I walked in. Yeah, you got, sa- you got sacked already. So luckily, you've... Re- you've uh, Rectified that a bit. Um, Alex Clyde has said, why is nobody talking about Aaron Butler and his glow up? And just why he's, he's looking sweet these days? I mean, I'm going to say because Aaron put a lot of money into makeup and surgery. So that's probably um, why it's actually artificial. So, you know, oh, this guy? Shane's put a story up and tagged me in it. I hate him. I just hate everything about the guy. Yeah, worst dude alive. Um, I'm glad he's not here anymore. <laughs> um, Boytown Podcast questions. Um, Instagram's the main place for Boytown, by the way, just in case you are are curious. Um, worst underpants mess made in a public place? What? what worst that? mess that you've made in your underpants in a public place? Uh, I, I have no memory of making a mess in my pants. <sighs> yeah, I mean... I, I, I just think I'm relatively good in a public place. But, I mean, what I would say is that there was a time whereby I thought I finished peeing when I was on a night out, and I hadn't, and I put it back in, and I was wearing chinos, and let's just say, didn't go down too well. Didn't pull that night. Let's just say. Um, Owen Kelly said, Can I get a shout-out for my boy town, Broer, Ambrose McCraner, for getting me into the podcast about a year ago. Thursdays haven't been the same since. Ben, do you want to give a shout-out to Ambrose McCraner? Shout-out. To you. <laughs> Big shout out to Ambrose McCraner. I love that name. It sounds like somebody I would make up for a phone call. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Kelly. Oh, is this even a question? Um, oh, no, it's from 8star, who's in my bad books. is just giving a oh, shocker face to Shane. Just want to say, yeah, I, w- I would give that more 8star, but why do you not follow me on Instagram and stop asking questions on my podcast that hurt my feelings? So maybe you should just apologise to me for that, and then we, we, we can talk about that going forward. <laughs> Matthew Mernon has said, have the Sunday world sent Dave a cease and desist, or is he detoxing from the Sunday rundown? Um, yes. Yeah. Good question. That was a segment I did on my, my Instagram where I had done a rundown of, of events from the Sunday papers. And it was good fun. But I just want to say that it was more of a lockdown thing. You know, I did that for a wee bit of entertainment. Then it became a thing where it started to take over my Sundays. Whereas, like, having to think and put work in to, like, try and make things funny. Sometimes the papers were shit. You did it on the Patreon. 
for a week is that still the yeah plan to do a few more well yeah i would like to do that on the patreon for sure that we've done one and it wasn't really much of a story but to be totally honest there was supposed to be more but the last two times we got the paper literally fuck all in it worth reading that i was like people are just going to be like this is the worst but i'll get one this weekend and i'll do that over on the patreon for people to enjoy but the sunday rundown itself will not be on my Instagram going forward. Karen Kearns has said, Good evening, Chicos. I'm sure you've both been keeping up with our favourite TV personalities trip to Turkey. <laughs> but what I want to know is on a scale of one to come, how would you rate Katie Price's original teeth? Have you seen these? I saw she was in Turkey. Yeah. Well, but I didn't, she, was... she um she got her teeth, like you know she got veneers. Yeah. Um well underneath the veneers are her pegs. Her natural teeth and yeah, let's just say it's not a sweet look. I definitely hope uh, I'd imagine have the photos in here somewhere the because of getting your teeth filed down. But oh. I mean, I I had a friend who got his teeth done and his were also like little spikes, and I I didn't like it. You know, I don't know why you would get that done. Like, it, and if they get knocked out or anything, there's no going back. Once no, once you've got veneers, there's no uh, going back at all. Let me see. I, I obviously sent it to, to Shane, so I'm sure it'll be in our WhatsApp. This is just, yeah, there we go. Like, like I mean, what do you think of those? Oh, yeah, that's, that's like quite frightening. I mean, that's that. Like this, this woman here, right, is arguably, like you'd say, one of the UK's most famous models like one of the most famous glamour models mm. and i mean underneath it all she looks like she would like she she looks like something pennywise would turn into an yes. it like it's <laughs> it's not sweet it's like she'd lure you in come over here and let me give you a bro job and then ah teeth would come and just be ah worst nightmare ever and uh, so it's not not a sweet look and not something i'd recommend but yeah um i would rate the, the, the be fair if she just didn't get veneers in they'd be very calm but unfortunately they're kind of gross brown and um terrifying kieran but enjoyed that question james quinn hey boys what's one exclusive sexy secret you can tell us um that we the boy town bummers might not know about give us a wee secret about yourself snake rap and what what people might not know about you i mean you're quite an elusive character so i think anything you could say that might surprise a few people um, how about my sex life? I mean, so if you want to go, if you want to go with it. <laughs> Sometimes I like to kiss my eyes open. Oh, whoa. Just going to leave that out there. Intense? Yeah, I mean, I never kiss, um, so <laughs> I wouldn't know what that was. I mean, I feel like kissing is, is it's almost like a waste. You know, it's kind of like when you get dinner, you get salad on your plate, which it is there, but you can just push the salad to the side and just get straight into the burgers and chips, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's how you do it. And by that I mean no kissing, straight into hugging, obviously. <laughs> um, a secret you might not know about me is, I don't know, um, I was going to say I write all Shane's jokes, but I mean people know that already, so I'll not actually uh, mug him off anymore with that. Um, Mark Hegarty has, has just laughed at Shane's penis on <laughs> on Instagram. Glenn Lindsay, good morning. Hopefully you're both back in the studio. We are and we were. Um, and if then, so health to record. That's nice. Just health to record. Thanks, Glenn. It's good to be here. Oh, no, it's Killian Cahill. He said, hello, semen suckers. Gross. Um, it's your boy back at you. I'm looking at setting up a large phallic object shop and looking for so-come names that would love uh, and would love the boy's suggestion. So you're looking for a shop that sells phallic objects. What would you call it? 
I have no idea. Willy um, Wanker's Cocklet Factory? <laughs> what about that? It would work. A lot of penis. Work. Um, Phallus. Um, well, if you opened in the Falls Road, you could call it the Phallus Road, I guess. Um, let me see. Uh, what sort of shops are there? Give me some types of shops. Jewelry shops. Jewelry. You could. I mean, you couldn't just call it like a cock jewelry shop. But it's not really. There's not really much thought <laughs> into that. Um. Uh, yeah. I. I thought I was going to be better at that. Um. But alas, I'm not. Yeah. Just call it Willie Wanker's Cocklet Factory. I think that would work quite well. And again, for sure, invite me down to the grand opening of that. Sam Brown has just said, "Do you guys like my fish?" And sent a photo uh, of his fish. Which yeah, it's a pretty pretty sexy fish. But then also, um, he sent another one back to be like, you've read this message, why why haven't you replied? Because it's a podcast question, poor. So, you know, don't don't worry about it. <laughs> Harry Snitchell has said, hey boys, hope you're both keeping well during 2020. Um, I was working last night on tills and someone paid with £15 cash. Seems pretty normal, right? But both the 5 and the £10 notes had stickers on them. I took the money and after the guy left, had a closer look and they both had Flat Earth Society stickers in the money. Personally, I rate the commitment to the cause, but I don't know where I stand on the issue. So I was wondering what your thoughts are on Flat Earth. Much you love, come Crusaders. Look, there it is. The Earth is flat. The Earth is flat. Here's the thing. What's your thought on the flat earth? How, how can we flat? Because nothing falls off at my man. Because it's hey, sphere. Hey, listen, this is what they're saying. Nothing, the, the earth's flat. My opinion is people have had too much time to think over these last number of months and are coming out with ridiculous theories. This whole Pizzagate, QAnon, flat earth thing, people just have too much to think about. Now, I do think rich people are probably up to some shady shit, but I don't think... Donald Trump is a god one and true saviour of all people trying to cleanse the world from the underground paedophile ring and all this QAnon stuff. Hey, people need to stop taking drugs and thinking. You know, we need to just be government-led sheep and just appreciate it, you know. And if you don't, if you if you have this open thought process, I think there's only one place for you, prison. What do you think? If you're coming out as a conspiracy theorist, you're a flat earth person, hey, unsubscribe the podcast, go to McGabry. Airbnb it, see if you can stay for a few weeks, you know, sort yourself out. Yeah, Flat Earthers, there's Gnabry and Magabry, Magabry. Um, Chris Cavanagh said, good evening, boys, and welcome back to the Man Boy Cheeky. Just wondering if we could run last week's question by the toad um, as he was cleaning. No, you know what, Chris, this is a question you've asked specifically for Shane. He wasn't there last week. He's not here this week. So it'll roll over. Karis Doak has said, is this going to be a new merch image? Karis, would you like an image of Shane nude and um, bounding in the water? If you would like that, I will happily get you some merch for that. Yeah, we could get life-size cutouts and we'll obviously um, do some kind of realistic flashlight type thing. Um, oh no, Ben is the one that sent the message from... Uh, our boy about the fish saying, "Oh no, you've let you've you've left my boy on red." Yeah, well, you know what's happening. We are answering the question on the podcast. It's a very nice so fish. it's a nice fish. It's slippery. It's slimy, and also your boy's got pretty sweet calves on him. He looks very short there. It's not the best angle for him. Apologies if you have some kind of growth disability. But anyway, Una for the last question of the day. I said, "Hey guys, what do you make of this?" 
George Michael's ex is arrested over a string of hammer attacks on cars. Um, let's just see this story. Uh, there's something very Cunanan about this, but perhaps this specific type of behaviour, just smashing stuff up, should now be referred to as very fatty. Shane's definitely partial to a good fatty session when he's been mild, mildly inconvenienced. Let's get on the Google and see what fatty has done. Um, George Michael. Oh, no. <laughs> George Michael's ex... Fatty Fawaz caught in camera brandishing a hammer as police arrest him over a string of hammer attacks in parked cars in East London. Um, Fatty Fawaz was arrested in Bethnal Green, according to reports. Former partner of singer George Michael has been arrested as part of a police probe in his string of hammer attacks. They're just repeating what he did. Um, Metropolitan Police offer reports. Stop telling me Fatty Fawaz was arrested in hammer reports. What was he doing? What was he hammering? Please tell me. Sorry, I got really annoyed at that. Um... The 47-year-old who found, who found the Wham singer dead in his Oxfordshire home in 2016 was videoed wearing a tracksuit bottoms, a shell suit and flip-flops as he was arrested by... Oh, no, look at that. Oh, no, Fatty, what are you at? Yeah, I mean, I think he's lost a run of himself there, it's safe to say. Um, police confirmed that the man had been arrested on suspicion of criminal damage, possession of a knife and possession of Class A drugs. Oh, no. Um, the alleged arrest comes almost a year after Fawaz's family dismissed claims he is homeless and depressed in London and claim he's, he's all right. I mean, I'm going to say, looking at the man there, he's not all right. Like, there he is with George in happier times. Obviously, happier times, meaning when George wasn't dead. And Fowers continued to live in George Michael's mansion until he was kicked out in 2018 after he was cut out of the Wham Stars' fortune. That's sly. Yeah. Like, that's sly. People cutting out of... You know, I, he I was originally I, in it, though. Pardon? He was originally in the, the will. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I will get George Michael's will, and I will find out. I know people... Know people, and I, I can get my hands on George Michael's will. Perfect. So we'll do that, Ben. Thank you for jumping on. You saved the show from another abandonment issue from Shane. Now let's just see. Now it's it's nearly half nine. She get home to her families for a bit. Good, and yeah. guys, it's good to be back. We'll be back in the studio next week. Let's keep making Boytown great again. By the way, merch. Just want to say it's done. No more merch. We're shutting the merch store tonight or tomorrow. Yep. and then there'll be no more merch. We will figure out what we're going to do with merchandise going forward, and we'll hopefully have an announcement soon. We're also going to take on some another uh, member to the team, which we will sort out during the next week as well. So other than that, guys, good to be back in the studio. Keep yourself safe. I'm I'm actually selling hand sanitizer, albeit it's very yeah, it's it's very liquidy. But I mean, smell that. Does does it smell oh, like full booze? <laughs> yeah. And guys, you can buy us from my. From my Shopify, just follow the link on my Instagram. Keep yourself safe. Don't be sorry. Coronavirus is real and the earth is not flat. Peace. Mm-hmm.